Have you hugged a ripen? Wagered a podcast bet? Toasted to friends at Clover Pine? Prove it all to your friends with Crossword merch available now in the gift shop. T-shirts, hats, mugs, stickers, and a whole lot more. Your purchase supports the show and keeps us running. Go to GhostbustersHQ/shop to get yours today. I like that shirt, friend. Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Happy 2021. Happy New Year. We are so excited to be back for episode 701, our seventh season of Ghostbusters podcasting here. This week on the show, we're going to be talking about all of the things that we are so excited for in this year. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's okay to be optimistic from time to time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, from uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife to all of the things that surround it, uh, a lot to be optimistic about. Stay tuned. We'll tell you all about it. Still Playing With Toys presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the keymaster? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. Oh, we have fun. Woo! I overestimated the amount of christmas snacks we needed so they're still lingering about but uh, yeah. yeah well yeah I'm, that's to be that's to be uh expected you're gonna have all the snacks and all yeah. the candies and all the cookies and stuff uh, lingering for a few weeks at least i am however super impressed with the uh the leftover situation so i'm Ooh. Uh, we um ours are gone that, that was oh no they're all gone too but I, oh. I made a brisket um Ooh. Uh, kind of the the roast with the vegetable sauce kind of brisket. Oh man, that's the stuff. Uh, that was good. That was a good uh, low key Christmas Day uh, dinner. Then um, how did it work? Leftover brisket got uh, turned into oh, and some of the sauce got turned into um, a Boxing Day leftovers pizza, which is a mm, tradition we do. Brisket pizza. Yeah, pulled like basically pulled beef with. Uh, with some various fixings and mozzarella on it. Nice. That was good. Wow. We did that. Uh, the day after, there was still some brisket left, so I sliced that up. Uh, you know, you get a cold out of the fridge, so it slices really nice and clean. Made some uh, ramen noodles. That was good. Man. And then what was the last thing? Now I'm oh, hungry, Chris. Thanks for that's that. That's right. Jeez. I still had a whole lot of that vegetable sauce left, which has a large tomato base, so I... I Whacked it up with uh, some cream and some garam masala. And we had uh, butter chicken on day four. Ooh, it was, nice. It was four days of good eating. Four days of brisket, magic. I'll tell you that much. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I'll be up in uh, in a few days. <laughs> Just hang on to whatever's left up. over. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's get into it, shall we? Let's do this. Uh, sure. The seventh year of Ghostbusters podcasting here on the Interdimensional Crossrip, which is. Uh, both exciting and also kind of insane. I cannot believe that this is our seventh season of podcasting at this point. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, yeah, so thanks to everybody who uh, has been on this journey since day one. Uh, thanks to people who have joined in uh, starting last year, thinking that you know you'd be getting some good afterlife discussion. You're going to be getting that this coming year. This this year. Yeah. Um, and if you're new to the show, we're we're just damn glad to have you. And uh, Chris and I. Uh, have been at this for for quite some time as uh, longtime fan site, uh, you know, uh, moderators and uh, contributors on message boards and and authors for IGN and books and uh, all sorts of stuff. Um, and we do our best to keep things informative, entertaining, 
and uh, as <laughs> as as um, close to the Ghostbusters topic as possible. Uh, you wouldn't believe that with the ten minutes of, of preamble that we just had there, but that's just our warm up that oh. Chris and I always have uh, for all of these minutes. episodes. Yeah. Thirty-five yeah. minutes. You edit a bit, maybe ten. Minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So you, ordinarily, what we do on the podcast here is uh, after our cold open, we get into the news. Um, we will not be doing that this week, just because uh, holidays. There's not really a whole lot of news. There are some. Um, products. It's gathering. It's it's starting. You know, the fright features. Uh, Stay puffed is starting to show up on Walmart shelves. Uh, That's the, right. The plasma uh, Ecto One from uh, Afterlife is starting to show up uh, on Target shelves, and Hasbro's uh, release schedule just kind of got shifted and announced. Yeah, and we know we that should, it's, it's going to be closer to the movie's release yeah. as it was. We didn't, you know, um, and, and and recent events have kind of uh, uh, overshadowed it. But we <laughs> should we're hoping to check in on Larry King soon. Yes, uh, uh, sending rest out up, well Larry. wishes to Larry, who is uh, last I saw was out of the ICU and was in recovery, which is, is good news. Uh, from yes. from COVID, um, but uh, but uh, you know aside from that, you know the news usually is is pretty pretty slow over the holidays. And what we usually do over the holidays is we have like a a couple episodes where we'll do music and we'll do uh, some commentaries. And because of just what 2020 was, uh, we went dark for a couple of weeks uh, for. Uh, for for our own mental health, uh, for us just to kind of take a little br- bit of a breather, but also because we know you guys out there just needed some some time. Like there's there's enough content, there's enough stuff demanding your attention at the moment. Uh, so we, we we all needed a break. Yeah, we kind of hit the reset button a little bit. I suspect there's a few people that really uh, really kind of uh, count on us for Mondays, and to them, I guess I, I apologize that we kind of. Yeah, it was took a bit of a breather. It but, was a, uh, a two week dark period, which is usually. And Chris, you're you're sort of my gym buddy on this. That it's like we usually do not miss a week, even if things get uh, uh, wrapped up in our lives and we've got a whole bunch of shit going on. We we like to keep the podcast lights running, just because an inactive yes. podcast is never a good sign. Uh, but uh, yeah, there are times where one or the other of us goes, "How about this week?" No, <laughs> no, we'll do and something. The, and then the other one has to go, bro, leg day. So, <laughs> but yeah, this this past, uh, you know, because of of what's been going on for ten months, eleven months, twelve months, months. two years, four yeah. years, six years, uh, it it was just kind of necessary. So, um, so welcome back. Uh, we hope to to get you into the podcast feeds. We hope that we're in your ear holes once again. Um, and that you will forgive us for the couple of weeks off. Uh, but we're, we're damn excited to, to be podcasting again. 2021, as it turns out, is going to have a whole lot of really great Ghostbusters stuff. And that's, that's kind of what we actually wanted to focus this episode, episode on uh, this week yeah. is things to look forward to. Let's be optimistic. I know that this has been a rough as hell week for a lot of people uh, for a variety of reasons. Um, let's, let's be optimistic. Let's look toward the future of what's in store for us this year. And, uh, and, and Chris, I kind of, I, I put this exercise to us, uh, at the beginning of the week, just to come up with five things, five of our own things mm-hmm. that we're really excited for. And I'm, I'm sure we will have some overlap. I'm willing to bet number one will be the same on both of our lists. That's probably for sure. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the five things that Chris and myself are looking forward to. Uh, that are Ghostbusters related uh, in 2021. And uh, maybe you will share some of these. Maybe you will have your own, in which we welcome, you know, hit up our voicemail, hit up our social media and, and tell us what you're looking forward to this year, because let's just keep the positive vibes flowing. Let's get that uh, positive, uh, positively uh, charged mood slime out there and, 
and get people excited for, for things that are, are coming this year. So, uh, what, why don't you start it, Chris? Why don't let's, let's go from like five, four, three, two, one. We'll five, start, four, okay. at, start so at five. I did have two questions. One is, is you do want to do this ranked. Okay. Good. Cause I have it now. I, uh, I did it anyways, but I just wanted to double check Two, Are we treating the movie like the citizen Kane answer to what's the greatest <laughs> movie in history? Kane. Right. Like, are we just, is that a, is it, cause I made my five excluding, excluding seeing the new the movie. movie cause it seemed like too obvious. It right? seems like, too obvious. And it seems like that would be the number one as it is. And what's funny is when I, when I wrote my list out, I did the same thing and I put an alt for number one because I was like, you know, the movie, everybody's going to say the movie, like everybody's going to say the movie. It's like, who's going to say, well, I'm looking forward to this and I'm looking forward to the toys, the movie. No, I'm not going. Uh, it's, like, go, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's like, what? So I, I think so, it goes okay. without saying that number one is the release of Ghostbusters afterlife. Uh, which, so this is a list of six, but we're, and we're we're not doing number one, but we're going to call number two one. Got it? Yeah, okay. yeah. Let's do that. We'll 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 agree <laughs> here and now. We'll handshake on it that the movie is our number one exciting thing. Uh, no pressure to Jason Reitman and no, his crew at this at point all. in time. Um, but, <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So so let's start with number number five. What you got on your list for number five? Uh, optimizing my collectibles. Oh, interesting. You're looking I've forward been thinking to kind about of. It. Uh, I've been thinking about it for a while. I've been talking about it here on and off, but I'm I'm looking. The holidays, I had a lot of time to kind of look through this stuff, and I'm like, I, th I think this is it. Yeah. This is the year where people are going to be big on Ghostbusters. People are going to be looking around for stuff, and I got stuff that I've had for years and enjoyed, but uh, it, I, I'm not I'm not Marie condoing off of, of it quite as much, and more to the point, there are people out there that would probably like it more than me, and so I'm kind of like, I'm looking at all my RGB stuff going, I think this, yeah, I think this might be yeah. the time to... So sort of re figure out the stuff that I'm, I really like about my collection and then just kind of clear out some, the other thing too, is the, the, the Guinness record, uh, <laughs> kind of killed, it was unreasonable and I was not working towards it in any way, shape or form, but I realized that some small part in the back of my head ever since I started like reconnecting with Ghostbusters yeah. you know, back in 93, 94 or whatever some small part of me liked the idea of, and I'm going to have lots of collectibles. And I mean, I made, I got, I have quite a few. I made it, I made it into whatever the empire, was it empires? Yeah. That, that, that anniversary like, edition. Yeah. I like I'm that. in there and all that. Like I, I, I had a, a sizable one and then the guy did the Guinness record and I started doing informal count and the small part of me that's like, and I could have the most. No, I cannot have the most nor, nor do I have, or do the, you time, have the ambition to seek or the ambition, having the most or yeah. the money or the space <laughs> in the basement. That's, um, every time I see Craig and Abby's house uh, on yes, have some, like they, they just did their toy awards and they, you know, had a couple of like, they needed multiple segments to show their toy rooms. And I'm like, yeah, that is both awesome and completely unatta unattainable for me. There's no possible way that I could have even a fraction of what some they, of these people uh, have in their collections. If you look on, Urban Dictionary under Dinks, it has a photo of them, <laughs> and I mean by Dinks uh, for people who forget what it meant or are too young to know what it be. Double income, no kids, no it's kids. Like, yeah, uh, they can. That is that is their hobby. I'm not even 100 percent sure. I think they might have a cat. And I, think I think the cat they, has a job too, and is feeding. <laughs> yes, I, they have one of those model cats that is earning them money to spend every time they go to these uh, toy shops. They're, and they're not even doting on the cat. The cat is more like a roommate 
uh, and brings home a little cash every once in a while. They don't know from where. They, they just have a jar, and the cat just begrudgingly goes over and throws 20 bucks into the jar. Every, every week for you know a little bit of rent and some milk and some cat food. Um, pay your share, cat. Pay your share. Um, which is fine. I mean... Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a serious consideration. Like I, one of yeah. my heroes is Steve Sansweet. Steve Sansweet started his Star Wars stuff basically since the first the movies first came out in, in seventy five at that first Comic Con where they announced the movie and showed it to people in a basement. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, and he took it very seriously and never stopped through you know all through you know, his twenties and thirties, you know, when you got the disposable income. And by the time he got to the end of his thirties, he then parlayed it right into his, his job, his life. I'm like, like, well, I can't do that, nor do I have the interest. Right. So, and, and and it becomes so unwieldy. I mean, Rancho Obi-Wan has a staff of 10, 15 people now. Like you need archivists and asset managers and people that are tracking all of this stuff and, Finding places like, to keep uh, it, making sure that it's not getting wrecked uh, over the years. And who is it? Bobby Eighty's basement? Like he's hitting that point. Like his I, stuff is so yeah. crammed together. It's like where, where where's your librarian? You need somebody to come in. You're and getting help pretty you. close. Yeah. Uh, so that's the long and the short yeah. of it. I mean, I got some great stuff, but I'm looking at things like my, you know, the extreme Ghostbusters figures. I got them when they came out because yeah, I was in yeah. my late 20s and had money to spare and was loving the cartoon, but. As much as I love the cartoon, toys, not really my You thing. kind of have to pare it down a little so, bit. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I've talked about it before. I've got my, you know, wall of Stay Puft, my wall of Slimer, my wall of Ectos. And I think that's kind of the way it's going to go. Like, I'm really, really going to excise out some of the areas that I'm just kind of like, eh, yeah, no, not really. Well, it's so, interesting. Your your number five is is sort of uh, finding efficiencies and slimming down your collection. Uh, my number five is... Uh, the stuff that is like the easy, low-hanging fruit of collectors. Um, I'm excited for the fast food toys and tie-ins ah. and, and all of those like kind of weird grocery, you know, when you go in and you get yeah. the, the slime-filled Twinkies or the, uh, what was the, the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Twinkie that they had for uh, the 2016 movie? Yeah, the lime, the slime, uh, lime, key lime, lime, slimer or something lime like that. slime, yeah. uh, um, and then, and, and the regular Stay Puffed one, like the vanilla cream one was... Yeah, and I don't. I, it it is now sort of not sort of a, a common thing that is done as much as it used to be done in the '80s and the '90s. But fast food tie-ins, I don't know why that I just get such a big nostalgia for those, like the Batman Returns uh, items from McDonald's or the Batman Forever mugs from McDonald's, the yeah. Star Trek Three uh, glasses from uh, was it Burger King that had the Star Trek? Oh no, Burger King had the Star Wars glasses, and they had the Star Trek glasses. It was Burger yeah. King, yeah. They um. um and we don't know I what's coming. Like, they haven't announced an official, right? uh, if they even have one. You know, the 2016 movie ended up being with Wayback Burgers, and it was, it, it seemed like kind of an afterthought, but I'm sure uh, that way, this well, year. Well, yeah. Twinkies, Wayback Burgers, uh, Papa John's. Oh, that's uh, right. Papa John's had that tie-in. Yeah. There was a handful of them. And around the world, there was some some more specific ones. Uh and and it's not you know when when the Coca Cola company owned uh, the the Columbia Pictures Empire yeah. they obviously pumped a whole lot more into you know uh, cans and and all that kind of stuff but it'll yeah. be interesting to see what they do especially now being that we're heading into year two of the pandemic uh, you know where are they placing their their efforts and I, I have a feeling that groceries and fast food things are kind of 
the the easy yeah. the easy items for them um and it's stuff that people are still buying too you know people are still going well, to fast is, food restaurants yeah people are still going to the grocery stores this is the kind of thing that if we'd been smart we would have been paying attention to the fast food places throughout the summer to see when there was either a gap or what felt like a, a fill-in yeah which you know should what I mean? have been where ghostbusters afterlife where ghostbusters been. afterlife yeah. would have been because yeah. i mean it's pretty easy that stuff it's not a it's not a toy you're trying to make the money on. It is a, is it a, is a promotional partnership between two companies. It's pretty easy for the, the giant crate from China to show up with all the toys and they can just warehouse for yeah. a while. Yeah, right? They like, can be sitting and they probably are still sitting, whatever they had in mind. They just have to scrub some dates out yeah. or maybe not. Maybe they won't even scrub the dates. Maybe we'll have a whole bunch of stuff that has the 2020 date on it. Uh, and, well, I don't um, see any yeah. reason why not. I mean, it's, uh, it's just the year they were made. It doesn't yeah. necessarily have to relate to the year the stuff came out. Um, so ho- hopefully there will be something. Hopefully we can go, yeah. you know, to, to McDonald's and pick up a Ghostbusters uh, glass or mug or, or some sort of an item. Uh, 7-Eleven always seems to be a tie-in partner with Sony Pictures, so I'm expecting yeah. there will be some sort of a, a Ghostbusters Slurpee and, and Slurpee Cup and, and things like that again. It's but, an interesting point because the fast food stuff is one of the things I've been actually staring at in my collection because I have... Uh, a set of the old Happy Meal McDonald's boxes and, uh, you know, examples of loose and still in package of the toys, both Canadian and U.S. And I love the hell out of them, but I'm looking at them going, man, the world of fast food collecting, uh, that's a lot. And it's more like that's, that's the type of, of collectible now that I'm into is just something that, that gives me a memory that sparks joy to me in yeah. Marie Kondo style of, you know, when I, when I look at my real Ghostbusters Happy Meal box, it's like, I remember getting that box. I can still smell the French fries, probably because <laughs> you can still smell the French fries on yeah. that box. Um, so it's a memory. It's like a photo a memory, in, the, yeah. in the album. Yeah. And I think that, I think the, a lot of people are putting even money on maybe, uh, Ecto Cooler coming back. So. It, it's a, it has to, it's a given, right? It's got to. It's got to be like they've, they've got to have at, at least like some sort of a limited release like they did last, you know, for for the for answer the call where it was like an Amazon exclusive or they were, you know, selling yeah. it in some retail shops. But um, or something, figure yeah. something out. Yeah. I mean, so that that is a good a good insert here for the return, the triumphant return of Ecto Cooler <laughs> only to go away again at some point. Uh, um, you know, it might also be the, the year, a good year to. um a collector's uh, skull bottle with Ecto Cooler vodka. So let's just throw that Ooh. one out there. Come on, Dan. See, yeah, that's right see in front where of that you. gets us, Jeez. right? Yeah, that's the and that's that's the easy sign on the dotted line. Oh. You don't have to go through the quite the lengths that Belushi's farm had to go through to get the Blues Brothers uh, name right. on on your product. Yeah, like you, you don't have to worry about that product moving. That uh, uh, that no. would go real quick. Yeah, it'll be fine. Oh, um, better yet, the little ones. Uh, do the, do, uh, one in the green, one in the, the pink slime oh. and then shot glasses. Give us like the yeah, crystal skull shot glasses. Go, but or, Ghostbusters uh, themed, uh, Ghostbusters crystal skull themed, sh- yeah. something like that. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. All right. There you go. Dan, work on your own promotional <laughs> partnership with your own companies here. Um, all right, well let's, let's move on to number four. Sure. Um, and, and I'll, uh, I'll let you take four again here. What, what do you got on oh. four? Uh, I'm looking forward to some news on saving the day. Oh yeah, good point. This that is should um, have been on mine. 
they That's spent so good. Uh, it should have been mine. <laughs> they spent uh, the last couple of years getting it done and getting it out and going around with it. And then that took, uh, well, fortunately they got out to quite a few things and struck a couple of good deals. Most of the deals they needed. I think there's probably maybe a couple left. Um, well, on the first one. For, and then they, yeah, for, for context, for people who sorry. don't know what we're talking about. So the Buenos who did the cleaning up the town documentary, the making of the first Ghostbusters film, <laughs> Uh, something that happened was they had all of the material accumulated for the second film too. And they were going to put it all in one movie. And once they did that, they realized like, this is a nine hour epic and nobody will ever watch this from start to finish. So they, they lopped yeah, it in yeah. half and they're now working on saving the day, which is the, the second version, the We've second been, movie. been way too long. I, I forgot how this magazine journalism podcast stuff works. Um, <laughs> Well, but, uh, we, we assume that everybody out there knows, but just in case, if you're listening and you're a new fan, just want to make sure yeah. that people are, are following the plot. Uh, and this came to mind too, cause you were like making the list and I was walking around and I haven't put it away yet, but I have, I got just before the holidays, my box of, uh, the last of, uh, some of the swag for, uh, cleaning up the town and I got the soundtrack CD. And, and they've right. put like interview, uh, audio clips on the soundtrack, yeah. right? Which is cool. It's like stuff that you didn't get to hear in raw interview form, which I think is a great idea for their, their soundtrack so, release. So I'm looking at that going, yeah, I think, and they did say last year, um, I think when we chatted with them last in relation to cleaning up the town, they were starting to put their head down on, uh, saving the day because, <laughs> Hey, we're all stuck at home. What else are you going to do? Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they can't go out and film red carpets and, and the stuff that the buenos, you know, do for their day jobs. Uh, so, so what are you going to uh, do? Yeah. So I, th- I have a feeling again, given the huge amount of interest in the new movie, uh, we'll start to see some of the, the first stuff for saving the day just cause it goes in hand nicely and yeah. the press will be falling all over themselves for every bit of Ghostbusters related news they can find to keep the the buzz up and so i'm looking forward to that i have i have a real i have a strong (laughs) psychic sense (laughs) that we're gonna see maybe a rough trailer cut or a teaser trailer or something it i mean it it also makes sense because there's been a lot of goodwill toward ghostbusters 2 lately you know i feel like poor ghostbusters 2 always gets kind of kicked while it's down and um you know is is the butt of way too many jokes than it should be but because of uh, especially around New Year's, everybody's talking about, you know, their favorite Christmas movies. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Like the same rhetoric that always happens. <laughs> um, but inevitably, once New Year's rolls around, everybody starts talking about Ghostbusters 2. And, Ghostbusters 2, yeah. Um, and Jackie Wilson's Higher and Higher was actually on the, the, the top, uh, whatever it was, the Billboard yeah. Top 100 yeah. uh, a couple couple months ago. Um, so... It's, um, and I, I think it has a lot to do, too, with... Uh, um, people, uh, <laughs> compared to the, to the hubbub around 2016, the hubbub around Ghostbusters 2 is laughably, um, uh, sedate, calm, yeah, amusing. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. I think that's a lot of it too, is everybody, everybody's giving Ghostbusters 2 a pass because nobody's uh, really that worked up about it one way or another. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love Ghostbusters too. And we, we talked about that in our too. favorite things, uh, episode, uh, which was right before the, the first of the year. So, um, I would also put a, a, a kind of, this was a tie too, cause I also kind of, and I felt like saving the day was more likely, 
but I do hold out a little hope that might be this year that, um, uh, movies that made us might finally, uh, mm. uh, or no toys that made us. Sorry. Might, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, their, yeah. Movies that made us already did a, a ghost. Yeah. The, the toys that, um, uh, made us will dip their toe into old school Kenner, uh, waters there. Man. Uh, that's a, that's that one's, I mean, it's a fit, but it's more of a could be now, could be later sort of thing. Whereas saving the day. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And, and there are a couple bit. of those, like the, my number four is one of those two where it's like, it's theoretical. Nothing's been formally announced, but I just, you know, that inevitably it's going to be happening at some point or another. So, uh, yeah, my number four is books. I am just looking forward to new IDW oh. titles. I'm looking forward to any tie-ins, you know, hopefully like a making of a Ghostbusters right. afterlife book or, or an in world book kind of like they did with ghosts from our past. Um, that's the kind of stuff too, that I think is really going to help perpetuate the movement of Ghostbusters afterlife before it comes out. But then afterwards, it's going to be the stuff that we can talk about too. Like, Hey, did you read the making of book? Hey, did you read the, the prequel book or whatever they end up uh, releasing from IDW? Um, I'm just, I'm really excited for all of that, all of that tie in material, because it's really going to help extend the Ghostbusters afterlife release but both yeah. prior to it coming out and, and hopefully, you know, well after it comes out. So <laughs> it'll be one of these, Oh, where was I listening to? They were talking about movie, uh, tie in books and they talked a lot about things like, so Alan Dean Foster did, uh, return of the Jedi, but like, Oh, sort of like, uh, uh, Mr. Milne, <laughs> <laughs> who were pretty sure wrote the novelization of Ghostbusters based on a single viewing. Uh, <laughs> Alan Dean Foster had the script, so he put Return of the Jedi together and has, uh, they come with, well, they come with, they come with two different things. One is bonus material because, uh, I think even one of the more recent star Wars people were kind of like pointing out that there was all this deep extra because, yeah, and the in uh, the Force Awakens, there the was a, a whole romance subplot that didn't make it into the movie. Uh, but of course, and, that the, the time between getting the book done and the cut out in the yeah. theaters is so different that you get. And the other one is you get weird airs too, like so. Alan Dean Foster is like, and Yoda wrinkly and blue. And it's like what? <laughs> okay. Um, so no, that, that's <laughs> yeah. Was was written well we got, before production, probably. Yeah, we got a little bit of that on some of the novelizations of the first two. Um, I mean, that, that is again, an, an old tried and true thing that has sort of dissipated. And, you know, like I remember when gremlins yeah. came out and I still have that gremlins novelization because it went bonkers. It went into the backstory of where Mogwai came from and how yeah. they were a synthetic race that was genetically engineered on an alien planet and blah, blah, blah. blah. And it was just like, <laughs> holy crap, man. But uh, I don't. I don't know that we're going to get that that much detail no. uh, on Ghostbusters Afterlife, but well, maybe a little something. I, well, see, this is the other thing. This is kind of where my brain tripped. Was thanks to COVID, there's a lot of time to maybe, if they haven't printed it already, revisit the text. Uh, oh, 100%. <laughs> compared to a final cut of a movie, so yeah, or 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 to expand upon it, you know, because yeah, I I am so excited. for for the fact that, you know, there is this huge gap in time now that is unexplored uh, of 30 years of Ghostbusters lore that, 
you know, we have had the IDW comics and we have had uh, novels like The Return and, and things that have kind of helped fill in those gaps. But now if, if they want to, you know, put the, the canon stamp on things and say, here's what officially happened in between Ghostbusters 2 and Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. That, uh, good. Bring it on. Yes. I cannot wait to see More. and hear any of that A stuff. A separate novel. Do side novels too. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll read those as novels, well. Novels, comics, uh, you know, the IDW books have done such a great job. Like, I'm, I'm hoping that that's what they have in store. So, I like, I'm kind of jealous of this choice of yours too, because uh, one of my non Ghostbusters collectors thing is I do collect movie novelization yeah. novels. I mean, only up to a point. They, they, they kind of get boring in recent years, but I really like the '80s and and '90s ones. You know, uh, like, I can't, I can't walk into a used bookstore. <laughs> Let's put it this way. On more than one occasion, I walked into a used bookstore and run into something like the novelization of Firefox and went, done. Oh, Thank you. Yeah, totally. Um, um, but, so. but, but yeah, the, the more modern ones, they're all maybe, you know, for the most part, they're usually like young adult or, you know, adaptations that are at the Scholastic Book Fair or something. It's it's not quite the the, the market <laughs> that it used to be. The but. 80s and 90s ones, it was like, what market is this targeted at? Sorry? Like, <laughs> again... Not to reference the world's worst <laughs> novelization author, uh, Mill. Uh, I see. And who is this novelization of Ghostbusters aimed at? Uh, me? Uh, like, it's just... Uh, well, me and, and people, in the, the dark of the night? Like, Yeah, the people who don't have the $3,000 VHS player that are not going to be watching this movie anytime soon, they're going to want to, yeah. you know, read the book and, yeah. Oh, um, I think that, that must have been... I think it was um, Ken Reed the uh, TV guidance counselor, maybe. Because I think he yeah. was talking about his love of somebody. Damn it. Who was it? I can't remember. But somebody was pointing out their love of these novelizations because that was it. Because in the 80s, you had, like, so Ghostbusters comes out in 84. It didn't show up on TV until years later, right? 87 like, was the first airing, right? 87, right? 88. So yeah. if you wanted to revisit the original movie, novelization, right? right. So yeah. And actually, we're talking about novelization. You're, to your point, I mean, we'll probably see uh, the kids' picture books. Love yep. those. Yeah, the storybooks, the little golden books uh, little are always golden a lot books, of fun. The, yeah. uh, the official magazines. That's kind of right. a dying breed, too, but I, they still kind of do them from time to time. I love those, you know, with poster in the middle. and uh, Yeah, the Cinefix magazine. Hopefully, we'll have a, a good, oh, good God, article yeah. on, on Cinefix here. Um That'd be nice. So, yeah, all, all of the stuff in print. Print is not dead, Egon. You got nothing <laughs> on us here. Um, let's let's keep things moving. What do you got for number three? What's your number three? Uh, I put down games. Ah, any, any I, kind of games. Video, no, board? Uh, no, most, mostly video. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll probably get some board games, uh, but short of Cryptozoics. I mean, the rest were just kind of novelties to me. Yeah. Um, and I mean, again, they may put some out just because there is kind of a, a kid angle in this. They may put some out for kids and all that role playing game. Don't know. Um, but more video games. Cause it, and I should qualify that by saying, I don't think we're going to see a triple a, not a big like um, console triple a title. It, that would have been announced long ago. I would imagine. You'd imagine we would have caught wind by now just because, again, the delay in the movie and yeah. stuff like that. Um, I mean, they're, and they're big money investments. I mean, the the reason that Ghostbusters, the video game, did as well as it did, and it did okay, 
was because it didn't have any timeline to adhere to in terms of a movie coming out and all that. But one of the biggest problems video game uh, movies based on video games have is, you know, that, that time frame <coughs> between um, finding out what the hell's going to hit it. <laughs> now they've had all the time in the world. Like if you're a video game developer and you're able to work from home remotely, uh, this is you've had yeah. the joy of having a year of development well, time that you could be using that here. said yeah. too, Ghostbusters Afterlife does not give up, the, give off the vibe of there's a ready video game. No, no, in it, right? So what I'm leaning more towards is Sony has shown themselves super adept, and uh, with you know um, uh, great little hits here and there of uh, co-branding. Uh, yeah, with other games. AR, VR, mobile. Uh, well, the AR, o- VR, mobile skins. Uh, the overlay skins, sort of. I'm thinking more like you know when they did Running of the Dead and um, or um, uh, theme park, amusement park. Oh uh, yeah, all the, like, yeah, like Left 4 Dead two and um, yeah, what was the other? Yeah, um, running, running, run the dead, run, and then the, run the, the jewels, the, uh, the the amusement park one. Um, <laughs> And even all the way back to 2016 when they did the sandbox game, what the heck was that called? And they put the that in there. There's Man. Sony's really good at at. I mean, unfortunately, they're temporary, and I really dislike that. But it's kind of fun. Just well, Fortnite, like there was the big Fortnite. Like I, I feel yeah. like I feel like the big tie-in that was supposed to happen for when Afterlife was released was the remaster was, of of the video game and Fortnite like adding those Fortnite. those yep. Fortnite uh, DLC uh, yeah. items but there's a perfect example I, I, it's not like they're like well the year's over and done it, every year they've done at least a two or three yeah at least there was that one right? span so, where i feel like we talked in three four five episodes where it was like and another mobile game and has another come one. out with and another one a and ghostbusters expansion one. pack yeah um, now I've had a lot of time over the holidays to ponder the wasted bandwidth of really great open world games like Watch Dogs 2 and (laughs) all that, that cease to make DLC for them when like the third one comes out. If Sony wants to have a little conversation with me about going to talk to Ubisoft about maybe borrowing one of their open world games for a little Ghostbusters fun, I think we could we could do some real triple A uh, level yeah, or, I mean, wish the, fulfillment Spider-Man damage already has all those maps of New York city ready to go. It's like, right. it always kills me when like on LA noir, they spend just painstaking detail and research and time putting together this map of 1920s, uh, Los Angeles. And it's only used once. It's never been used again. It's just yeah. like, well, it's, 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 yeah, it's getting to that point too, where these things are starting to cost so much money. I would be surprised if we don't shortly start to see, because it used to be a thing too. We're using the so-and-so engine to do with right. thing, and that still exists now. Right. But, um, uh, in the same way that stock footage is used for movies, I feel like at some point maps and backgrounds and, and things like yeah. that should start just being ported over because it would help developers figure out other game mechanics and not have to worry about, you know, of course they have to make sure that it works within their engine and make sure that everything doesn't, you know, screw up what their programming is, but. Or just start to teach or to use rather, uh, games as like, you know, service platforms to more of a degree. So to use watchdogs, I love watchdogs and people get bored of me in my circle talking about (laughs) watchdogs and all that, but just as a good example, like, so I, because of the pandemic, back in the spring, picked up the first one because I had been humming and hawing about it. 
loved it, moved into the second one, and then immediately started pre-ordering the third one. Uh, I think the second one is the strongest of all of them, uh, frankly. But all of them, even back to 2016, is still graphically engaging enough. And that's going back. Yeah, that it doesn't feel dated now. Yeah, yeah. You know, so in it to me, it's kind of like, well, you've made this thing. Why don't we repurpose it a little? Um, I don't know. And it feels to me too, like especially if somebody has a a hit, (laughs) it can go either way. It's like we have a really great game, but sales are kind of flat. Well, cross pollination, pollination. would work pretty good there or we have a really great game and we just want to lengthen the tail of it well you know i don't know yeah this is a pipe dream of there mine will, there will be something there will be you know and, and even just as a marketing that's, that's, ploy there will be yeah. like another Fortnite event or there will be There'll another be Fortnite, something the, yeah. uh, character skins in something yeah uh any but, but the point is is i'm really looking forward to see what sony has in store for us this year in terms of a little bit of you know ghostbuster gaming idle gaming sort of thing yeah so. i'm sure they'll they'll have something up their sleeve yeah um, absolutely again another safe bet on yeah mind. uh well another safe bet my number three is uh i am excited for the afterlife soundtrack or soundtracks uh uh-huh. because there will be two of them obviously or i'm hoping there will be where you'll have the the uh, orchestral score and then you will have whatever the needle drop uh music is that's in the, the right. film and right, right. And, and just listening to when I listened to the soundtrack to answer the call um, and, and even the, the first two films, like those have become kind of like, again, going back to my meat and potatoes, comfort food. Uh, whenever I'm just having a bad day or when I'm in traffic and I just need something to kind of help uh, center me and get me down into my Zen mode, it will be one of those Ghostbusters soundtracks. Uh, and, and, and regardless of if you don't, if, if you don't like Answer the Call, if you don't like some of the songs on the Answer the Call soundtrack, there are songs in there that they bring back uh, memories. They bring back nostalgia of you and I being out yeah. on Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, it, it, just fun energy comes from listening to these soundtracks. And I'm just I'm so excited to add another one into that library that I can kind of put into the regular rotation. Yes. Um, and, and particularly because I know that they have been spending, you know, Rob Simonson uh, had Peter Bernstein in the recording studio and they're spending so much time making sure that that Ghostbusters Afterlife feels like the original 1984 uh, film. The soundtrack and the score are probably going to follow in step. I bet that that orchestral score uh, is going to be very, very Elmer Bernstein 1984. And I'm so excited for that, (laughs) that it's, it's that's that's it. I, I almost put this at number one. It actually kind of pained me to put this <laughs> way back on number three. But then when you start weighing things, you're like, am I more excited for the soundtracks than I am for the movie itself? The movie itself. No, I don't think so. I gotta <laughs> kind of gotta dial that back a little bit. But uh, yeah. So and and uh, I'm also excited for in the same soundtracks. My bonus little asterisk here was uh, asterisk was um, the official release of the Ghostbusters 2 score, which we know is coming at some point and sometime here. Um, we don't, we, we haven't gotten any, any more information on it aside from Randy Edelman's website, uh, putting the cover image up saying that it's coming soon and that he's working on it with Sony. So uh, hopefully that will tie in with the Ghostbusters after uh, afterlife release at some point here. Um, so soundtracks and I'm going to get them all on CD and vinyl. I've decided I'm going to do the vinyl on this, 
around god help me i don't i don't even have a turntable but i keep collecting the vinyl on these these films that i love um i guess somewhere down the line i will have a turntable and i will be listening to these well i don't know what it's like in the la uh area but i stopped by our um uh london drugs or Canadian CVS, as uh, Americans <laughs> like to call it. Canadian CVS. It, London Drug sounds so much better. Like, I, I, I popped into a Dwayne Reed. I'm like, that sounds so classy. I went into Walgreens. <laughs> I went to the, Rite Aid. The, the other one is uh, Shoppers Drug Mart. Yeah. Which I, is very on the nose, I think. But um, <laughs> But I was in there the other day, and I was like, it's weird that it's 2021, uh, and I'm staring at a wall. Of no less than seven turntables they're selling. Right? I can't find, they no longer sell VCRs. They did up until several years ago. And I would pick, you know, it was like 30 bucks. I think now there's one on their website and it's like, they're back up to 90 bucks because they're turning into weird uh, legacy they, technology. Well, yeah. And they don't make that many. So the supply is low on them. Yeah. So the price is up where yeah. I'm staring at a wall of, uh, what is it? Amplifier tuners. And and seven turntables. Jeez. And I'm like, I could, would never have bet this in I a million years. I mean, years. like, it, it was the weirdest thing, you know, prior to the pandemic, walking into a Barnes & Noble, and the first thing you see is the turntables and then the, the vinyl racks. You know, it was the like walking rack, into a record right? store. I'm like, looking at it, it's like, you guys have a larger vinyl section than you have, a like, a Blu-ray DVD uh, section. Yeah, what is, yeah. What is going on or, here? Or Best Buy. You know, they, they no longer sell CDs anywhere inside of Best Buy, but they do have, like, two long record store vinyl racks, uh, which is... Uh, yeah, I honestly think, uh, not to go too far off topic for too long here, but I think Blu-rays and DVDs will, they're going to die their last gasp in terms of we have to put one out for everything that ever comes out ever. And then they'll turn into like vinyl, which is, this is a notable one that people really want to yes. have a physical copy of. And here's a really nice copy of it for a premium, like not a super price, but you know, not a, not a $9 rack price either. It, it, so we're, we're going to sell a few thousand for 40 bucks rather than try to sell right. 10,000 for yeah, 10 you're, bucks. You're right? not going to so. go pick up season three of Mr. Mayor, but you will probably go pick up, uh, you know, uh, a Star Trek Picard, you know, because yeah. the Star Trek fans want that, that, and, uh, physical and, media and, and evergreen stuff too. Cause that's all yeah. the vinyl is. It's like some, some billboard topping or critically acclaimed new stuff. And then a lot of everybody. <laughs> Still to this day, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, damn it. Um, Frampton. Frampton Comes Alive. Everybody still needs to have a copy of Frampton Comes Alive. <laughs> Nobody knows why. It's Packing, like having... Package sorry? those things with boxes of Tide. <laughs> it's like it's like everybody's got to have a copy of uh, The Matrix on DVD and Frampton Comes Alive on vinyl. Yeah, it's yeah. a rule. We don't know where it started. We don't know why, but that's where it's at. Well, can, uh-huh. I, can I steal can I steal your train of thought here to go directly sure. into my number two? Because my number yep. two is the Blu-ray release of Ghostbusters Afterlife and the uh, potential of a re-release of the original two films. Uh, interesting. With, with all of this new material, because remember at yeah. FanFest, we saw all of these dailies and outtakes and things like that that we had never seen before, and suddenly they've got it. Nice. They've got to do another box set release. Like I will my, do it again. Yeah, my brain kind of tied this into a foregone. Like it just kind of treated it as a given. I never really thought about it enough. And you're right. That's a real good one, actually. 
Yeah, I mean, it, and again, it was like I almost put this at number one, but I'm like, well, but the movie <laughs> is contingent upon, or I'm sorry, the Blu-ray would be contingent upon the movie coming out, so I have to put the movie in the number one spot. So Yeah, well, I, I honestly, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and and knowing that a lot of stuff was done practically on Ghostbusters Afterlife, I am such a huge fan of watching those those behind-the-scenes documentaries and just seeing how things were done, and and hopefully this this Blu-ray release... I, I'm again uh, because of of what you were just saying. The Blu-ray physical releases have become so sparse that uh, you know they're not spending a whole lot of money on them. They're not putting a lot of time and, and energy into these big, long, you know, ninety-minute Charlie DeLazarica uh, documentaries anymore. And it's a crying shame because there are movies that are certainly deserving of it. Uh, that you know, this this is one of them. I hope that they're putting some time and effort into. Um, so I, I have to kind of assume that this will happen, and that's why it's number two. But it's like, please, please let this happen. Please have all the <laughs> delicious behind the scenes bonus features we want on there. Yeah, I no, I like where your headspace at. You know what I kind of want them to do? Hmm. I think they need to. I think they need to round it out. I think they need to do uh, the steel book. They need to do a pop art steel book. For those of us that picked up the first three movies with uh, what's oh. his name's art on them, yeah, yeah, the um, uh, why can't remember his name? It, it's such a, and I can think uh, of his uh, signature. Uh, oh my goodness, the Best Buy exclusives and the art is fantastic. It's like he did the the Van Horn Transit River of Slime for Ghostbusters two, and then that kind of like, um, was it the Library Ghost? For the first film, I can't remember. Library Ghost, River of Slime, and then uh, uh, and, and then the was kind of like the, the 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 portal opening in the street. Yeah. Uh, well, somebody's yeah. Out sorry, there screaming it, but but you know the one I'm talking about. We need he needs to be commissioned again, uh, and do uh, another piece of art for a steel book because yeah. because we're collectors. First three, need the fourth, please. It's gonna look really awkward on the shelf. I know that that's the first thing you think of when you're packaging a product to sell at a Target store or Walmart on an end cap is that it looks good on my shelf. But um, uh, yeah, well, it's just too beautiful a set to not complete yeah, it. Right, hundred so. percent. What uh, what's your number two? I put the trailer. Oh, the trailer! How did I not put the trailer on here? Yeah, that's my number Duh, two. I'm hitting what myself. Is- I separated that one from the movie because it's like it's coming, but man, we are so ready for it. The the the, the social media rumor mill keeps churning, saying that there's going to be a Super Bowl spot. Everybody has convinced themselves that there's going to be a Super Bowl spot. <laughs> they and did I just, that last Super Bowl too. I, I, know, right? like, I just want to caution everybody that's like. It's fun to speculate as to when you think we're going to see a trailer, but if you, if the the court of popular opinion starts thinking that there's going to be a Super Bowl trailer and that doesn't come to pass, you can't be angry at Jason Reitman directly on his social media because he, he never told you there was going to be a Super Bowl. He never spot. told. It. Here's the thing: <laughs> Super Bowl spot, movie Super Bowl spots are reserved for the people that have like a two hundred million plus price tag. Right, who have massive marketing budgets? I don't think Afterlife is anywhere near that level. I don't, I, we, we don't know what it is, but I don't think Afterlife is even anywhere near after or um, uh, answer the calls budget. Right, like uh, it's not, it's not going to be dinky, but it's no. not, it's not big enough that people are kind of like, let's drop a million dollars on a thirty-second no. Super Bowl ad. And, I think, and, uh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, it's you and I were probably heading the same space, which is, it's the internet, and we're all 
gagging for it. Like it's, they're just gonna, <laughs> they just put it out there. Like look at how how well like Deadpool and them, any of them, right? Like yeah. for every one super million dollar Super Bowl ad that might not have recouped what they wanted, um, there are dozens where you just do the hey trailer drops in a week, and then they do the trailer trailer saying hey trailer comes out tomorrow, and yeah. then we all tune in the next day, and it's all we talk about for three days right so i feel like that's that's probably going to be what's going to happen for any of the movies that have super bowl tie-ins is it's <laughs> not going to be a full trailer it's not going to be a 90 second spot it's going to be a yeah. 30 second thing that says see the full trailer now at you know wherever. yeah well that's the other thing people need to take into account is studios have had a really rough time There's the last a year a lot of marketing money right i now. don't think yeah. they're all sitting there going <laughs> especially when it's like they're sitting here going Look, I know we need to decide whether we're going to book a Super Bowl ad or not. And I know nobody's said when the theaters are opening up again, but gosh darn it, let's just throw the money at it, right? It's like, no. Yeah, it's not a wise investment. And and this is going to be such a weird Super Bowl as it is with no fans and no... Right? I think advertising is going to be sort of the the premium of the premium uh, where I don't even, I don't think that there are going to be a lot of movie trailers and things like that. I think it's all going to be the big corporate brand sponsors wanting to get their foot in the door. Um, yeah. I don't think I, I would say it's a safe bet. We may not see a single, yeah. uh, maybe one, I think there's probably one or two. What, what would fit? So, like I could see Sony, uh, dropping a little bit of money on, reminding people that bond is finally about to come out. I was going to say thing. bond maybe. Yeah. I also think that, that the super bowl is probably too soon now for a summer movie to have a, a when big is the super bowl January 20. I was about to say, when is, when is sports ball again? I don't, <laughs> when is the Hooper ball event? Yeah, it will. It, I think actually this year it's the first week of February. Actually. Now, now that I'm thinking about That's it, it's, it's usually soon. the the last week of, of uh, January, but I think they postponed it a little bit to February. Too soon. Yeah. It, if again, if anything, maybe a little bit of a teaser, maybe a, a, a reciprocation of the trailer that's already kind of out there with maybe one or two new shots, uh, you know that. That's the other thing I want to prepare people for is there will probably be a trailer one A or A point five or you know yeah. it, it, because they need to remind people that there was a trailer for this film that already came out two years ago. I think that that trailer gets another release, uh, the one that we've seen and are already familiar with, maybe with just a, a one or two enhancements, or you know, maybe one or two shots or whatever. Um, yeah. So, so again, to brace everybody, if a new trailer comes out and if it is the exact same thing you've already seen, it's okay. Hold on for a second because another one will be coming. It's just it's so soon. Yeah. They're they're having to be so strategic about all of this kind of stuff. It's and it's yeah. There's no book for this. Everybody's they're trying to figure it out as best they can. Yeah. So. But we are sooner or later, prior to the movie coming out, going to see a um, uh, a new trailer with new stuff in it. And that's yeah. I'm really yeah. Well, uh, hopefully it's sooner than later just for our own sanity, but also for uh, all the people on social media that have to deal with uh, posting up whatever the National Trivia Day. uh, And I saw 20 of the responses were, give us the trailer, we want the trailer. And it's like, well, I think the social media manager would give you the trailer if they had access to the trailer. So take it easy on them. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, we have a a, a very short amount of time remaining here. How did we do this? I don't know. I was trying to keep us to an hour. 
We're professional uh, blabbermouths. Professionals. Um, so let's do our number one. We both agreed that the, the number one should and for all intents and purposes will remain uh, okay. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Do but, you want to? Do you want to say it at the same time, just for hilarity's sake? All right. Yeah. Here we okay, go. On so, the count of three. So th- three, two, one, and then we both say it at the okay. same time. Okay. Ready. Three, three two, two, one. Toys. Meeting up with GB pals. What? Oh. <laughs> you self-centered. What did you say? <laughs> say that so everybody can hear it. You say that out loud. Meeting up with GB pals, <laughs> and I said toys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time because I know the toys are actually. Uh, oh, that's that's going to be fun too. Um, I I you know it stinks and I hate that my mind thinks this way, but I didn't even put meeting up with GB pals <laughs> in my mind at all because I haven't been able to meet up with nobody in anybody. It's not in, in anybody's head. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just like oh, so 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 socializing. Social social people. Yeah, people. Uh, it's it's on the forefront of my mind because a couple of times I, I've talked to to Ryan Dole and all that, and we've made semi serious, but since everything's up in the air, nobody could really commit to anything. Jokes about getting together, yeah, for stuff. I mean this this doesn't even take into account like will they do anything for when the movie comes out? Oh, doubt, will we, doubtful. I would not doubtful. put a lot of stock in that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Even if they did, would any of us be able to necessarily travel down to the States for it? Uh, not at this uh, point. Unlikely. Uh, well, not only that, it's yeah. like, even if the, the borders are open, how many of us are like, yeah, I got tons of spare cash lying around after this yeah. really weird year. And everybody's a little um, strapped. Yeah. But there are things like if inevitably I'm going to finally, you know, I'll be down there for one reason or another business or otherwise and get to see you. Um, I, 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 it's little ways off, but Ryan and I have always talked about, um, potentially once everything is calm again, uh, even, uh, outside of the movie is just trying to pick a point and get our own little hangout going sort of thing. Yeah. When, uh, Blockbuster, the last Blockbuster there in Oregon had their, uh, that, uh, Airbnb the, yeah, the, promotional the thing. thing. Oh, that would have been so much fun. Yeah. We, yeah. It, the trouble is none of us could get there, but we were, and at the time we didn't, when it first got announced, it wasn't clear that it was just like a, a one-off, almost a contest thing. Yeah. It to wasn't promote something that you, sort of thing. Yeah. We were all like, oh my God, is this a standing thing? We're, we'll all meet there. Like just to all of us like do the. <laughs> do the the 90s night in watching vhs oh, tapes God. or whatever we're yeah. like let's do it and, and it's like we'll, we'll let uh you know the yes have some crew know john your cable we'll let everybody know just meet us in oregon we're gonna like all rent this place so obviously that didn't pan out but that yeah. i mean after gonna be at least a year and a half minimum so yeah. pushing two years of not being able to go nowhere and see nobody like if we all say let's all meet here when things are are calm and safe again, oh, oh man. man, that's that's going to be the the party of the century. The let's just everybody go. hanging out. Yeah, it's so. And I mean, even simple stuff like even if things don't pan out properly, or you know, if there's you know things aren't quite safe yet, but the movie drops, we'll see it here. Or I have the option, a good excuse to drive back to Alberta. You know, check on mom and go hang out with the. The Ghostbusters of Alberta yeah, and go see and it, right? Go, like, go check out a few of the filming locations while you're there now, Go to the too, filming locations. Go, the to film, the, yeah. go to the theater in one of the filming locations yeah. and see it there, right? Oh, like, man, I have yeah. 
So there's lots of different options and so many questions about how the hell it's going to happen. And it may not even properly happen within 2021, but boy, am I so looking for, let's put it this way. I've seen Ryan Dole in purpose uh, or in person, in purpose, on purpose. (laughs) You've purposely seen Ryan Dole? He stalks me sometimes. And occasionally (laughs) I actually go to him. No, um, uh, uh, in person twice since lockdown. And that was just, That's again, insanity. like super arm's length stuff. Like, and, and he's it. Like, I think, uh, early, early on when things weren't as bad, I remember, yeah, we went to one of the BC Ghostbusters, uh, had his birthday thing. So we all sat yeah. in the back, backyard around the fire. Cause again, you know, we're all, <laughs> nobody's near nobody. Man. And there's fire in the middle. So well, that's and and that's the thing that I hate too is, yeah, like you say, it's become a running joke with a few people. It's like, all right, we're going to have beers in May, uh, beers in June, <laughs> beers, beers in June. August, beers in yeah. September, beers in February. Yeah, like, well, well, I'm telling you this now. Like, I mean, even if something comes together around the summer when the movie comes out, I'm not flying to it, whatever it is. No, like, yeah. I would, I would have to be, yes, I will drive down for that. Thank you. Because. Man, I'm just not interested in planes in a while. Um, yeah, so. it's, I think that's going to be a lot of people too. So yeah, you're right. That that first celebration, uh, uh, wherever it may be, whatever it may be for, uh, will be. There's pretty going awesome. to be yeah dozens and dozens of little get-togethers, regardless. Just everywhere as things slowly open up i am so concerned for the san diego comic-con <laughs> that is the first one out of the gate when things are normal because it is going to be a sloppy hot mess it is going to be so bad and so yeah. terrible and in uh, my in my head is 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 i'm just kind of, i'm trying to think lateral like what's a cool place <laughs> that is not any of the regular conventions that everybody yeah. can meet up at oh boy it's uh, gonna be a shit show Camping is one of the things. I think it'd be hilarious to like do a Ghostbusters camping. Camp. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, go go rent out an entire campground and it'll just be a huge campground. Whole bunch uh, of nerds camping for a couple nerds, nights. Yeah, bring the uh, bring the uh, video projector and the screen, right, and just movies yeah. into the wee hours of the night. That's that's my. <laughs> that's actually not a bad idea for distancing. Still, too, you can yeah. you can still kind of do that from a good distance. If um, things open up, but vaccination isn't complete that's a good one everybody yeah. could um everybody's got their separate campground and when they get together one everybody you can do like the six feet apart sort of thing if you're still kind of you know uh antsy about it and and outdoors has been classified uh you know pretty much from the beginning as better better than inside so yeah man like if, if it's you got warm evenings or whatever get the fire fired up and watch uh yeah bring <laughs> Tonight will be the Aliens trilogy or whatever. Like, just <laughs> bring your own beer. Um, like, that would be so awesome. It's just hanging out and shooting the shit. Hell, we don't even need movies. Yeah. I'm sure if any number of us, any two of us get together, we will stay up to the wee hours of the night giggling like schoolgirls. Uh, so that's that's what I'm that's what I'm hanging out on is uh, one way or another getting to see everybody. Getting to see your pretty yeah. mom. Well, damn you for taking the compassionate human (laughs) answer here and making me feel like a total aloof piece of garbage. Toys. What was I thinking? What was I? You were thinking about toys, and there's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Don't let anybody to. Besides, I couldn't even tell you that was wrong to begin with, because then the yes have some would just uh, they they'd be mean to me. Oh, you'd be in trouble. I'd be be in in trouble, trouble. right? (laughs) 
I'm looking forward to the toys too, because even though I did start this uh, whole thing talking about culling my stuff, yeah, I got that wall of Stay Puffs and Slimers that needs some new additions. So uh, the one that came out with the two, the the the, the rotating that face, Fright features one. Yeah, yeah. I need them. Yeah, got to add what, to that collection. What are you chosen for, young man? I'm I'm very excited for all of the plasma series stuff. Like that's yeah. the I I feel like Hasbro's doing a bang up job on those and. Yeah. Um, and, and the car, the car, I definitely still want to get that car some way, somehow. Um, but also the, the six inch figures, uh, yeah. particularly for whatever's going to end up happening with Ghostbusters afterlife. I can't wait to see what those figures look like. And we'll have some more talk about it next week too. But, uh, yeah, the afterlife Ectotron is out into the wild now too. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it started your wish. See, you picked your, you picked your number one and it started like, Next week, you and I, our talking <laughs> well, points will be all about how your number one is is starting already. But so. but your your number one is point in case indicative of what this was supposed to be was like. Let's be optimistic and talk about all the things that we're looking forward to. No, there's nothing wrong with yours. Uh, like the fact, the thing is, is it's not like it's it's not like it's binary. It's like what is it? January. Nobody talks about toys until you know June. No, yeah, like, uh, not only well, that. Like, well. February is supposed to be Toy Fair, but how the hell is that going to work? It's going to have to be, it's going to be like CES is supposed to be happening in like a couple weeks here. And I think it's all virtual too. So I don't know how any of this stuff is going to be happening. But but um, your thing is, is we're going to start seeing what the year has in store for us one way or another uh, in about a month's time. Yeah. Right? And, so, and with the IDW stuff, I expect it, we'll, we'll start seeing solicitations and things like previews here yeah. pretty soon. Um, Cause they're usually like five, six months out. Right. Um, yeah. Yep. So, um, so yeah, so stay tuned. Uh, make sure that you are subscribed here on the podcast. We're still around. We're still going to be talking about the news, even though this week we didn't talk about the news. No. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get you guys covered. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, 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 go stoppers. I'm sorry. We'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. You do? And Twitter accounts. Print is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for... The Ghostbusters. Interdimensional crossroad. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just want to get back close again. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professional. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. What are they talking about, Rust City, Chris Stewart? There's no rust on these wheels. We we can take six months off from podcasting, and we can come right back to it and That's still right. be mediocre <laughs> at best. Uh, <laughs> oh, you, let's put it this way. Uh, I, I, I tuned into our, our pals at Monster Party, and um, the funny part is, is that you and I just because of the way we design things have had a zero percent uh, drop in audio quality whereas everybody else had to do the zoom thing and took a huge hit people who used to get together in the same space and record <laughs> now have to zoom in and their audio's <laughs> all over the place yeah so now trying to figure it out um, you don't don't be hard on us we're right. we i mean we may not it's 
were free and you know you get what you pay for but at well, least Fred, and there the are sound like quality a million podcasts out there now too so i know that your equivalent. attention can be d- diverted elsewhere um search search <laughs> for ghostbusters on spotify now and and it used to be like three of us and now it's like a million different podcasts but oh yeah and more um, to come and Actually, definitely more to come that's a weird yeah. that's a weird appendix a is i'll be curious to see what podcasts come out the next year because that happened with 2016 as you know how there was the the dilettantes the, the dilettante podcasts uh <laughs> and actually i liked some of them and actually i shouldn't be mean some of the <laughs> like ghostbusters by the minute and all that not dilettantes yeah. that was a great series uh and i've been meaning to go back and check because i'm not sure if they did ghostbusters 2 or not i can't remember i don't think they have yet i haven't seen it well yeah. this is the year for it gentlemen somebody um, get on it guys yeah uh ross may has been holding his own although he must be has he gone through the entire oeuvre yet, or has he still got bandwidth? Uh, he's still he's still got some some unexplored space, and he has been promising that he's got yeah. stuff coming this year so too. The, yeah. the right man for the job. Uh, it, you were about to, uh, this is the point where people ask me what my final thoughts are, and I think we've just unofficially hit on it, which is just listing all the stuff. If you're new to us, there are other things you should listen to. And yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, we are not the end all be all, nor should we be. Nor of, should we be podcasting. Uh, yes, have yeah. some. Um, they're not strictly speaking Ghostbusters, uh, and they they have very strong opinions <laughs> about certain things. Um, That's the the guys at the Frog Brothers podcast, uh, long long time yeah. listeners here uh, uh, would be familiar with those guys. Um, yeah, they they also have strong opinions too. So uh, you know, you and I try our best to to remain sort of like the uh, the unbiased. Uh, <laughs> No, well, let's we do be honest. Best, but we we have strong opinions, but ours are smart and right opinions. That's the difference. So, <laughs> oh, are you trying to start a <laughs> podcast war here now? This isn't cool. Ugh, JK, well, JK, no, no. Um, we love everybody. We're just kidding. I'm totally not kidding. Um, Chris is totally not kidding. I'm I am totally taking no part in this. <laughs> I'll Disavow take on the world. Knowledge. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I have yeah. no final thought either. I really, no, I'm still kind of getting back to the swing of things. So. Totally. I mean, that's, and that's part of the reason that we did an audio only podcast. Cause last year we started dabbling in video too. And I just kind of wanted you and I to get back to, you know, our, our regular rhythm, our regular patter and, and kind of shake the cobwebs out on, on this first episode before we try to put our ugly mugs on video and see what happens again. Our um, usual nonsense. Oh God, I gotta, I gotta do some work then if we're going <laughs> to. Actually, I'm kind of glad you did too, because about halfway through the holidays too, I got really mad at my beard, so I like trimmed it all down. Oh man, I just, I just, uh, Kelly had to. She said she was tired of me looking like a yeti, so I uh, finally got trimmed down today. But um, well, the thing is, is you don't normally have one like this. Everybody like Ryan Dole has turned into like the Unabomber. Um, <laughs> but then guys like me and Craig, like we uh, or or Jake uh, at the Yes Have Some, we always have. Right. Yeah. We always have a beard, so we never this really... Is, it's all new to me. I just I stopped shaving for like six months, and it, it looked bad. It, I started it, Howard Hughes yeah. over here. and Well, yeah. when it turns out when you're stuck indoors day after day after day... Well, I mean, I'm, I'm technically not indoors, but when you're not like getting up and going to an office, and you're like, you know, t- maybe today is yeah. shower optional day. Yeah, what's the um, What I forget about is that after a couple of weeks, my beard turns into like a, a complete... Uh, itchy nightmare sort of thing and I just uh, 
I for, I'm not. I'm no longer putting like the beard uh, oil and cream in it, so it yeah um, it starts getting I am, unwieldy. I am, yeah, I am. Well, it's not even unwieldy. I am Scotch Irish descent, which means I can scour pans with my beard, <laughs> um, which is not good on skin. Uh, no, no, no. So I literally hit a point where I was like, "Forget it." And I'm like, "Oh God, I forgot." I what look have like I tw- done? I look like a fat 12 year old uh, uh, well you know now is the time to just like experiment with the facial stuff because nobody <laughs> has to see us and then we can yeah um, <laughs> but, but yeah. Uh, yeah so so uh, thanks thanks for uh, joining us on the first episode of season seven I can't believe it um, and plenty of more uh, awesome episodes coming interviews news we'll be talking about all of the stuff as it comes out we'll be talking about afterlife uh, we have uh, fun uh, plans around the release once that finally does happen uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna have some fun Chris Stewart this is gonna be a fun year I, I guarantee it yeah I'm stamping it right now uh, and until next week we'll be here same time same place see you all on the other side Who you gonna call? Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. That used to be one of my two favorite shows. Anything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Oh. Next week, though, Careless Pets. We're so cool.